On this show, it's only good vibes. Talking about music from Beyonce to Tribe. In the world where it's always politicking. Run, why your boy Kanye be tripping? I don't know, so we put it on the shelf. Listen to Conrad when he brings up mental health. Is Michael Jackson really the king of pop? There's no debate if you ask, be shocked. Conversation so tight, it be gripping you. We love getting suggestions from our listeners. Do something foolish, try and run if you can. All you gonna do is end up a victim of Who's Man's. Welcome to another week of Who's Man's podcast. We hope you enjoy it. What up, though, everyone? Welcome to the Who's Man's podcast. I'm your host, Ron the Dyer, aka Mr. Taylor Made. In the building with me, I got my man's Conrad. What's up, beautiful people? Welcome to another episode of Who's Man's podcast. Before we keep going, we got to find out who's here, though. It's the Who's Men's Podcast. We're here in New York. No, I want to start over. <laughs> <laughs> that was bad. I don't, that, that is not what we rehearsed. I don't even know. <laughs> I did it really good earlier, I felt like. We're the Who's Men's Podcast. I don't know why I keep doing that, though. Who's the Men's? That's like Midwest. What is that supposed to be? <laughs> I was trying to do New York. New York. Son. Oh, yeah, that was really bad. It's the Who's Men's podcast out here, son. That was really bad. Wagwan, my G. Wow. I'm loving the London flavor in there, my G. I travel the world, my G, for the Who's Men's podcast, my G. Y'all listen to the episode and be, be amazed, my G. What? Yeah. 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 Alrighty. Well. Yeah. I guess we're going to keep that. <laughs> I, I, I kind of want to restart. <laughs> oh, uh, but we here now. We lost a lot of, no a lot of listeners just right there. Somebody just turned on for the first time. They're like, this is what he wanted me to hear? <laughs> this, is out here like, this, is what they, this is what they told me to listen to. Wow. I don't think we'll be friends anymore. <laughs> That's great. Oh, man. All right, how y'all been doing lately? What you been up to, Kyle? Good, man, good. It was uh, a great, great weekend uh, (laughs) on all levels. Um, I think we'll save for the more important one for for all of us to kind of chime in. But our uh, brother and good friend, Austin, came through to Richmond. My BFO. Okay. Oh, word. Wow. Hey. Uh, <laughs> just the fakest. <laughs> you got so many BFFs. Wow. Damn, you gotta call him out like that. Um, but it was great, man. Uh, I had to. Austin's, I guess you'd say his first official visit to Richmond, where he wasn't driving through. So we gotta take him out to a bunch of vegan spots in Richmond, and we, of course, watched. MSU do its thing, go green, <laughs> go white, go white. Um, but it was just, it was just great. And also, our uh, friend Corey came up, um, which is Austin's like really like childhood best friend growing up. He lives like an hour away from here, so he joined. And it was just a weekend of food, drinks, and really great conversations. Um, and it was good. It was a good time, man. Hey, I heard right. Hennessy made a made an appearance. How okay, so hey, <laughs> so because when Henny shows up, <laughs> so this is what happened. Henny shows out. This is what I happened. Didn't know it. I didn't know how to finish that. <laughs> <laughs> um, Ron hits me up 
and just goes straight to get straight to the point. And he's like, so you killing Austin this weekend? I was like, excuse me. Like, damn, Ron. <laughs> whoa. That's what I was thinking. I was like, whoa, hold up. Whoa. <laughs> We're all implicated. Now. <laughs> like, hold up. <laughs> Am I supposed to be doing I mean, Is this a mission that I'm missing? Where, what's going on? And uh, he's like, yeah, man. Uh, I was like, I don't know, man. Austin don't drink like that no more. Um, and I wasn't expecting to be looking for Henny. And I text Austin. I'm like, yo, so what y'all trying to drink? Blah, blah, blah. And he just says he wants a rest strike. I was like, all right, bet. Oh. All right. Trying to feel you trying to feel like you're in Jamaica. That's cool. Jamaica more. Okay. You need that. But um, so we go out Saturday and Austin's in just rare form. Like <laughs> my man's is rare. He's like, dude, I need some Henny. I was like, excuse me? He's like, <laughs> where's this where is this coming from? He's like, yeah, we need to get some Henny tonight. I was like, all right. So of course the place we go to, it's like who's like who's selling I've never heard someone selling out a Henny. Like I usually have I mean, like bottles ready to go. Like they got bottles ready to go. Not the <laughs> fact that it's like not a good drink or anything, but it's just that they didn't have any. So <laughs> we didn't get any Henny. So instead, we substituted to Jack, which is yeah, it's all right. It's nothing, nothing crazy. It's definitely not Henny. It's definitely we not tried. Henny. Uh, we tried. I mean, we, I feel like Henny has voodoo spices in it. Henny got voodoo spices in it. Can yeah. you elaborate on that? Yeah, like there's a voodoo doll somewhere with you for you, and whoever feels some type of way about you, that's the type of night you go. Is just dumping Hennessy on that voodoo doll. <laughs> I'm doing a documentary on it. All right. We'll see. Oh, I can't wait to see uh, this. <laughs> I feel like okay, Ron. Every time you die, we can go to see Brian. He's in the bathroom just pouring <laughs> Hennessy on your voodoo doll. Well, look, I have to have a test. Okay. Yeah, the great. whole time I was a test subject. The whole time. But I love you. So. Um. But yeah, I mean, it was great. Uh, disappointed in Purdue, lost because I really wanted them, you know, to have at least two Big Ten teams in the Final Four, put some respect on our conference. But I'm still excited, man. I don't. Let's. Ooh, I guess let's, let's first talk about. It. <laughs> you want to talk? Let's hear about y'all weekend first before we all go into it. <laughs> I, my weekend was the fact that we made the Final Four. Okay. Pretty much that. that was my that was like the best I video I received for Brian just going ham. I want to send a shout out to the DFW alumni who accepted me with open arms. I've been here for a few years now at this point. And yeah, it took me a while to figure out where I should actually go watch the game. Uh, but I went downtown with, uh, what's the proper way to say it? A nice way to say it. Um those who are closer to my generation. That's who I went and hung out with. All right. And they treated okay. me well. Okay. They were so cool. Uh, we had a good time. And yeah. I'll let you <laughs> say you had a good time. Ah, oh, man. I'm so scared yes. of your generation talk. You threw me off for a minute. But I'm going to keep it moving. I ain't going to get into okay. it. Look, we... <laughs> oh, y'all was having a good time at the game. Until well, I got the receipt. <laughs> I spoke up one time and said I got around, and I was like, "Oh, that's why." 
<laughs> That's why you had only doing one. Okay. <laughs> Never again. But yeah, I learned that it. lesson. But now nah, my weekend was pretty good. Uh, I got a chance to kick it with our boy Evan former half guest of the podcast. We still never got him back to come finish this episode. <laughs> One day we will. One day he's just going to join at the end of an episode so he can come finish up with us. <laughs> hey, yeah, I'm back. Uh, hit me up. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, man, we're really going to do that one day. But, yeah, so I got a chance to kick it with him. Caught up for a little bit. It's always good to see the homie. Uh, other than that, definitely enjoy watching the game. We were a little bit worn out from just doing a lot of activities over the weekend, checking out stuff going on within the city. So we watched the game at home, but definitely still turned up, and we were ready to go, jumping, cheering as soon as the game ended. So I'm very happy to see us in the Final Four again. It feels good to wear the Spartan colors. I'm out here ready for us to go ahead and take it all the way, and I'm so glad I put this in the bracket. It's the only thing keeping me alive. <laughs> so you did do a bracket. You did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't even know if I mentioned that on the podcast. I got tricked into paying for a bracket that I didn't know about at work. Wait, what? Like, I, I, well, <laughs> It's halfway my own fault. I ain't going to lie. That's I heard us. people talking about a bracket. I'm like, oh, a bracket's going on? Let me get in on that. And like, oh, yeah, just, we'll shoot you an email. So I, I got the email. I signed up and everything. And then a day or two later, I get the email. Oh, yeah, these are people who still ain't paid yet. And, and I see my name right there on the list. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, they're going to No one was going to tell me that. At that point, you like, hey, can I get my bracket back, though? <laughs> like, Right. <laughs> so can I delete this? I don't know y'all. Y'all don't know me. <laughs> right, I'm new here. They don't even really know me. Um, but yeah, here long, so y'all don't even know. Like, <laughs> <when my> mo- <laughs> so wait, are you still in it or are you out? I think at best I can do second place right now because the people who were ahead of me had Duke, and so with the, we t- with us taking them out, I can still get points and they can't. So I think I can catch up, but I can come in second, which would get me like I think forty bucks profit, which I ain't mad at. Man, nice. that kind of works out in your favor at the end of the day. That's yeah, right. If so, if we, if we pull this off, I'm, I'm heavily invested. We will pull this off. And when we pull this off, hey, y'all, we beat go ahead Duke. And tell them, uh, let's just let me just say that one more time. We beat Duke, beat we beat Zion and the Duke Devils. I was gonna say, we beat Zion, right? We shut that shit down, like <laughs> the mother boys. That guy, that guy is a. Ooh. Is it rude to say he's a freak? No, he's a freak. Dude, Zion just looks... He just, to me, is country strong. Like, he... He oh. don't even look, like, def, like muscular defined. He just looked like he get up in the morning and slay some hay and go play basketball. <laughs> like, that's how strong oh, he looks. Every time he had the ball, I was like, you better not hurt our players. Don't you hurt them. Don't you do it. You stay away from them. Every time. That's a big boy, all right? Like, Zion is a kid that parents got mad their kids had to go let their kids play with at school. Right. 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 Also, I want to let that grown man in the game. Oh, can I come play? I I could not. I I felt like we win just because I believe in our team. Just like I believe we're going to win the whole thing. But just watching how Duke, watching their last two games and how they got away with it at the very end. And God, it, it, it felt like calls were going their way. And of course it does because I'm rooting for my team. All right. They but were. It felt like we couldn't score a point at, like, at some moments. And uh, when everything came together, like I was like, 
oh wow this might actually happen and then it did and i i wanted to cry i couldn't cry probably because of all the beer but i definitely wanted to cry and i was so emotional and so happy um i heard people who didn't even know we were playing basketball that day. But, <laughs> <laughs> they know me now. Can I picture? Yeah, for that check, real quick. <laughs> you and somebody is your review, and some guy would just go around <laughs> hugging people. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand why, Conrad. I love the video of you three. Like, I'm assuming that's the moment we won. Oh yeah, but. You guys just look so happy, and I was like, "God, that's that's the feeling." Like people who don't get it, there are people who just don't get what it feels like to <laughs> be in, in the tournament period, and then be in the final four. I mean, and and then like finally, people, but... <laughs> finally be in the final four. <laughs> like, and the fact that we're back in the final four and it's such a big deal, like they don't understand it. But I just hope they I hope they feel it one day. They probably won't, but they can live it through us if they choose to, you know, on their birthday weekend. Shout out to Allison. My friend Allison, whose birthday is this week. Like, man, live it through us, all right? Final four. <laughs> but you ain't, you ain't shit, dog. <laughs> just saying. I want to share the wealth. <laughs> All right, so let's go ahead and get down to business and figure out who the man's we got in these streets. So, who, up first tonight, did y'all see what's going on with my man's ghost, the real ghost, uh, out here fooling? Uh, <laughs> he was right next to her husband. Like, that's just so I know you were watching the show, Brian. Go, go ahead and break it down. What happened to everyone? All right, because we know, we know. Uh, the NCAA CP Awards. NAACP Awards is what I meant to say. Uh, the NAACP Image Awards. There you go, boy. You got it. Is what I meant to say. <laughs> one, more, one more time, Brian. Let's, one more time. Let's start that back. The NAACP. I want to be fair. Like, I was watching the show. Every time they said it, they messed it up. The NAACP Image Awards were this weekend. Uh, it was actually their 50th anniversary. Um, and if you don't know what the NAACP award, Image Awards are, they celebrate the best in entertainment from movies to music to books to theater. Um, and they celebrate people of color. So the big award show was this weekend in L.A. And everyone came out, including, uh, you know, Jay-Z and Beyonce. And every other famous black person uh, there is. So at one point, this was not during the show, even though something else did happen during the show that I want to bring up later. Um, And during commercial and what we saw on Instagram and all over social media, you know, everybody's favorite ghost, if you will, uh, Omari Hardwick from Star's show, The Ghost. No, Star's show, Power. I can't talk right now. Man, you're uh, struggling, though. I'm trying. Like, I <laughs> you're really it. struggling. You were... came up and greeted uh, Jay-Z, who was being awarded with the uh, President's Award that night, uh, and who was also there, uh, his wife, who was supporting him, who was also nominated and won Entertainer of the Year. Uh, he goes up, he daps up Jay, 
uh, Notori Naughton, who plays his wife on the show, was talking to B. B probably wasn't listening because she's like, who is this lady? Um, and then <laughs> Ghost comes over and, you know, does like the nice little kiss on the cheek to Beyonce, which is, I'm just, I, I don't know. Like, I feel like that's a lot because I don't really kiss people on the cheek. I don't kiss women on the cheek, especially if I haven't been invited to do that. But I was like, okay, they famous. You know, famous people be doing stuff. And he hugs her and says something nice. But the issue came in when he came back in and kind of gave her another kiss. And this time, Beyonce obviously wasn't expecting it. So she didn't turn her head. And he kind of caught, like, the corner of her lip. <laughs> it's the most <laughs> awkward video you can watch, all right? <laughs> And you don't know if he was just stuck in the moment. I don't think so because of something else he did that night. But did you guys see the video? And what did you think? <laughs> I did see the video of, of that moment. So, and I didn't hear about there being any other moments. So I'm very yeah. curious about what that is. <clears throat> I didn't. Yeah, I'm the same with Ron. But I'm also thinking, like, that's just one of those awkward interactions. Like, <clears throat> I don't like how the internet blew it up like it was like he was trying to kiss Beyonce on the mouth and all this stuff. I thought the, the Twitter and the Beehive came after him for, I think it was a little too much, right? But maybe things might change based on what you're going to say later on that happened. But in that moment, I think it was an awkward interaction. I also think that most people know that Ghost on the outside is very, like, I don't want to say lovey-dovey or emotional, but he's always embracing people in that same way. It's not like first time True. he's kissed a woman on his cheeks as he's saying hello or goodbye. Um, it just, he was probably saying some, trying to be deep and say some deep shit and went back in for another another kiss on the cheek and Beyonce, like I say, wasn't ready and got that corner lip touch. And then that just looked very awkward. And that's how I looked at it. But what happened later on? No, so I don't know if it happened. I think it happened before. So he won Best Actor in a Dramatic Series, which he didn't deserve. I <laughs> gave it to Randall. My boy, this is us. All day, every day. Sterling K. Brown, stand up. Conrad Swim. Okay. Power over This Is Us any day of the week. <laughs> um, but uh, he, Tandy Newton, who Tandy Newton... Slow down, Brian. Slow down. Slow down. Is it Tandy Newton or Tandy <laughs> Newton? Yeah, I know who I'm talking about. The lady uh, was presenting the award, and he went up on stage and basically did the same thing. Like held her a bit too long, and like gave her this weird long kiss on her cheek. And then even in the speech, he acknowledged it. Like, hey, we did a role together, so you know anybody I do a role with. I feel the need to give them extra love. And it was, it sounded weird, but people laugh because, you know, it's like, oh, okay, well, thanks for explaining that awkward moment. But for that to happen before this, and then this to happen really after, because Beyonce and Jay Z showed up about an hour and a half into the ceremony. So, oh, word. <laughs> it was the way, like yeah. they should. Well, come on. Uh, <laughs> but, it was like two really awkward moments with him and other women who are not his wife, who wasn't there in attendance, that I thought was uh, was a little strange. Does that change you guys' opinion at all? 
I don't feel like the I well look, I know the beehives are known to overreact. But I felt like in that moment, and if you saw her face, like if you just froze on her face the second time he did that, it looked like she was like, Dog, I this is why I don't come to y'all shit now. <laughs> 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 this is exactly why. <laughs> I throw away that invitation every damn year because I know y'all gonna pull some shit and I ain't gonna be with it. <laughs> I told y'all I keep all these motherfuckers, keep all these people away from me. And y'all let him come up and say hi. I told you I ain't wanna talk to him. I ain't wanna talk to none of them. All right. I said by name I didn't wanna I talk to him. Y'all what y'all do? Y'all put me right next I to him. I told you. I told you I didn't wanna do this. And look what happened. God. Now I gotta go put on some extra carmets because I don't know what this dude been doing. <laughs> all right. So what? Did, all right. Yeah, so I, I found okay because I saw this on Twitter. Someone posted this, and I want to see what you guys think. And this person said the fact that Amari Hardrick is trending for kissing Beyonce proves that one, there are a lot of people with an unhealthy obsession of Beyonce. Two, most people, celebrities included, still have awkward interactions with people they admire. What do you think of that? I definitely think too, because I definitely can see myself having the most awkward experience with any celebrity. <laughs> I already said if I meet Janet at this point, I know I'm just gonna probably faint in her arms. So, <laughs> Hold me, off. Janet. It'll be a whole thing, but uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm liable to say that it could possibly be be too as well. But I will say that this has him looking suspect. So like, I'm definitely going to be watching to see if this is a, a real pattern. Yeah. That just gives me the, I mean, show. that just gives me a question that it's is it because it's Beyonce and if it was anyone else, would he get the same attention? Because, I don't think why, get the same because attention. if that's the case, he should get the same backlash for that hug he did extra long for his um, for what's your name you said, Brian? Tandy Newton. Yeah. For her, but no, nothing is really. No one's talking about that. I and to me, when I saw the picture, more people brought it up. Seeing the picture of it, it looks more awkward than Beyonce's, like just hugging someone. She doesn't. She's not even embracing him back. Right. But that's why I think it could be one. It could be both one and two. Unhealthy obsession with Beyonce because no, no one and no one can say or do anything to Beyonce. So. And if there's something that it, the hive doesn't like, then it's a wrap for you, period. I think the other problem is her face after it happened. I feel like if Beyonce would have been like, I don't know, laughed it off, not saying she should at all. That's not what I'm saying. But I'm saying like if she would have reacted like with a laugh or like, boy, what is you doing? Or I don't know, something else. But she looked disturbed by what happened. Oh yeah, she and that made me uncomfortable. Oh, I saw the last bit of it. Watch. <sighs> and he is kind of like a uh interesting dude. Like I know his his Instagram is fine. He's, he's different. He's different. Yeah, he doesn't he like type a lot. A, like, a lot. There's a lot of words. A lot of words. Yeah. <laughs> he's a he's like <laughs> he like does poems. So he's already out there and it's like now you you hugging and kissing on people. And then the other weird thing, I mean, if you watch the show, like, his wife was not there. And she's never around. Everywhere, and I'm not... There she is? Oh, I've just never seen her other than, other than Instagram. 
she usually, I feel like she usually shows up, but um, for him to have two weird experiences with women on the night that your wife is not present, I feel like that just adds to it as well. Because it's like, what would you... <laughs> How'd you prepare for tonight? <laughs> How'd y'all prepare? Was <laughs> <laughs> this a bet that you guys made? Like, I'm on. Hey, I heard Beyonce gonna be there. I'm gonna go ahead and go for it, dog. <laughs> bet you don't. Tandy present my award. I'm gonna go for that. Uh, and by the way, this is us over power every other day of the week. All right, every day that ends in Y. You're entitled to your opinion. Mm. Are you caught up on power? Yes. Are you caught up on This Is Us? As caught up as I'm ever going to be. That'd be a no, <laughs> be a no beloved. <laughs> I mean, I do think that, granted that he is my quote-unquote twin, I do think that uh, Omari's character deserved that award over Randall. Oh! Get him. You go against your own family member. I just think so. I think he was... <laughs> Yeah, I think yeah, I I would say that for personally. Ghost's not even the best character on that show. I'll just say that right now. That's how good of a show it is. That's the only reason it's Loki. a show. Who's the best character on there? Tommy. Lo- Loki. I feel I do feel like Tommy. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I kind of hate look, that I like Tommy the most. <laughs> Tommy is the the best part about that. Like whenever Tommy's on the screen, I'm like, okay, here comes some shit. I get nervous. <laughs> when Ghost on, I'm like, oh, he about to do something dumb. <laughs> Smart enough, ghost. <laughs> he about to do something dumb. We know it. Well, oh well, it is what it is. We'll see how. I'm also surprised that he didn't like do a social media apology. If that was the case, it was. I guess that's why I don't think. Usually, he does like with stuff like that, or like he always posts something dramatic or deep or. And he didn't. So I'm wondering if it was because he didn't think it was a big deal or or because he just didn't want to talk about it. I bet you some people came at him and was like, look, don't say nothing. <laughs> because there's Take the drink approach. <laughs> because how you usually respond, not going to go over well with these people. And how we want you to respond, you're never going to do. So just, just act like it never happened. All right. Post a picture of your award and say how happy you are. And be done. <laughs> but I do want to give two shout outs, right? I want to give a shout out to um obviously the fiftieth anniversary of the NAACP Image Awards, right? There you go. Who have consistently acknowledged our people, their work, their excellence, if you will. Well, no, their excellence and everything in between for the past fifty years where other award shows seem to, you know, not be capable of doing the same, even though they put us on the show to uh, bring up their ratings. They don't give us the awards we deserve. Uh, So shout out to the Image Awards for doing that. And honestly, you know, because I always represent for uh, BJ, B and J. That was was bad. Yeah. Yeah. That was bad. That was bad. Okay. I get it. JB. If I always said JB, it would have been different. Yeah, still um, not good. Different, but not but good. But shout out to them for showing up to two award shows this weekend, right? That are, and Ron, I'm probably stealing some of your thunder because you brought this up. 
but that are usually not as well represented, if you will. So uh, they showed up to the GLAAD Awards on Thursday, I want to say, or Friday. Uh, now, yes, they were honored with the award of the night. Um, and they both showed up. They both gave really great speeches. Um, but it was great publicity, if you will, for that award show. And they showed up for the NAACP Awards, um, uh, which was either the next night or the night after that. Uh, which, again, they were awarded the award of the night. But still, they showed up, which is really important. Um, so shout out to both of them for uh, representing uh, two shows that don't often get the shine that they got this weekend. So that's dope. Hmm. Yeah, it's, it's only right we give them their props because we had a discussion about this in the episode way back and we said that's what we did. They're doing it. And uh, and I feel bad because I feel like they're probably not the only ones, but they're just the, the ones who got the most publicity off of it. So shout out to them and everyone else out there who was in attendance. And show love to the people who show love back. Including like the whole cast of Black Panther, which I think is so dope that they ride so deep to every award show. Now, mind you, they've been award they've been nominated for every award. So <laughs> I would roll deep too. But I think it's dope that they all show up and all show out for every award show. And they want right. a number one superhero movie of all time. Get at us. Get it. And shout out to one more. I'm sorry, one quick one. <laughs> well, go I'm ahead. Sorry, I got a lot of shout outs because I was really I watched the award show actually last night. Um because I missed it this weekend. Oh, so you didn't watch it. I recorded it and I watched the whole thing. Oh. That's how dedicated I am to this podcast, mm. okay? <laughs> All right. <laughs> so you did it first. So we didn't have to go through that. <laughs> but I also want to say shout out to Marseille Martin, uh, from Blackish. Uh, Ron, help me out. How old is she? 13? 12? Uh, I think somewhere around there, yeah. She's a, she's better than anything we probably ever will do, okay? <laughs> she's a <laughs> mogul, has a movie coming out uh, April 12th called Little, uh, won two awards this weekend, and represented herself so well. Uh, shout out to Chadwick, who won his award and gave a shout out to his uh, historically black college, which, which was so cool. And then it was one more shout out I had, but I can't remember it. So I'm going to just shout out Lapita because she deserves. All right. Give Lapita her things. Her things. Mm. And if you don't, we won't because it rhymes. Oh, man. <laughs> you can't just quit when you hit. Nope. <laughs> All right, let's keep moving on to the next topic. <laughs> oh, so unfortunately, this past weekend, on I believe it was Sunday afternoon, we had the untimely passing of the rapper known as Nipsey Hussle. So R.I.P. to him. He definitely died way too young. And what comes with that, of course, is the social media, honestly, circus that comes with the yeah. people criticizing the way people <laughs> grieve. Judging people who want to show love even if they didn't listen to them, conspiracy theories popping up. Like honestly, it, it gets so crazy when these things happen. I'd I'd have to mute it or just get off for a day or two. And there was definitely no shortage of it this time around. So, were you guys seeing some stuff? Yeah, it was like almost embarrassing in a way to me. 
of all the conspiracy and bogus like stands that were like wouldn't allow some people to actually appreciate who he was and what he did for those that may have not known what Nipsey's who Nipsey was and what he stood for um so it was just like harsh and I don't know what it is that people have to share videos of people's deaths I don't get it I don't, I don't know. Get I don't know why people have to retweet someone's death. Like it's just. Or and I'm just really jumping in. Like I don't understand why you have to retweet or share someone's reaction to finding out about a special person to them's death. Yeah. Death. I don't know if I said that right, but like the fact that you guys are in the hospital sharing how his family reacts. To finding out oh, that this I didn't even know those were hours. Yeah, they have picked, they have video of Lauren London like reacting to the fact that she just found out this man died, and that's all over social media. And people are asking, "What's the link? And how can I see it? And how can I post it?" That's really sick. Yeah, I don't. I just don't. I don't know how. Like, do we like? Do we really want those? Like, do you really want those many likes and followers off of that? Off of someone's death, off of someone's tragedy. So that's one thing that I thought was like just too much for me. Like, there's there's so much video. There's so like social media is just that's the negative side of social media. Like, there's some things that people just don't know when to stop or when not to cross that line. And that was it. But Brian, you can go ahead and share your thoughts because I think we're going to go dive into it. But on my end, it was just I will say that. This is one artist that I can say since I have really paid attention to hip hop and really paid attention to like around this that has really truly impacted everyone on, on, on a on a deep level. Like I've never seen some like we see artists pass away, we see all these people die, and people just kind of like, oh, you know, he, they he or she passed away. That's so sad, and then we move on, all right. Right. But this one was like deep. I uh, I think I made a I said some said something to said something to my coworker, and I was like, even if I wasn't like really involved or around or really um, paid attention to when Tupac died, but I feel like he's this is the last time I've seen someone impact a culture, yeah. a community, a nation at this level in hip hop when they pass away was Tupac because yeah. the last person where I, if I like you could see this you could see it across the board like you know and I would say Tupac and, and Biggie, Biggie right after, yeah but I feel like but yeah between right. Nipsey and Tupac as far as their philosophies in a way they were mm-hmm. kind of similar but it was just weird like it was just like I, people are still talking about it you know I have friends that are they were so hurt about it like some people are like going and like getting tattoos and all this thing. Like, you know, it's like, it's like people have really were connected to him. And I didn't know, for me personally, I didn't know people were that connected to him. Yeah. Like, that's one thing. Same. I didn't know how, I didn't think people really m- messed with uh, Nipsey on that level where it was so dramatic for them. But yeah, Brian. And it's a really sad situation, right? Because arguably he had his most commercially successful year this year like being nominated for i think he was nominated for like three grammys and um had a number one album and 
I think reports are saying now that he's going to be number one next week uh, uh, after all this happened. And, you know, I send full condolences to his family and to all those who have been impacted by him. But I did have a question, and I'm not trying to be insensitive at all, and I understand how this can come across as insensitive insensitive with this situation. But it is a question that crossed my mind, and something that I thought about, and something that I've honestly felt since all this news came out, while I have been like really sad at the whole situation and the fact that a family no longer has their lead, if you will, and I feel comfortable staying their lead because um, his wife came out and said that, said, said those same words. Um, but my question is, and it, I guess it doesn't have to just be with this situation. It could be with, uh, I guess, any other situation that happens like this. When a person has admitted and admits that they are part of gang culture, as Nipsey Hussle did in the past, does it make it hard for you to kind of um, sympathize with this type of event happening. And tell I, me if I need to say more. Um, I would say no for my aspect because of really finding out who he really was. Right? Um, we see a lot of like gang-related deaths where it's like, you know, one person was on someone's turf and they did this and that and a or, you know, shootout happened or you know, they send one gang member to kill another gang member and all that stuff. But it was just, it was a little, this one just was just different to me because of how, one, from what you hear now, that how close this person that killed him was to him, and two, how everyone else around him respected him. Like, no matter what the affiliation was of a gang, right? Because if it was really like a like a gang retaliation, Nipsey would have been, I'm sure they've tried, but he would have been gone by now. Right. Um, So for me, it's not, I, I, I can see where people can be um, lose their sympathy towards it because they're like, well, he was in the gang. He knew what was going to happen. This is what he signed up for. This is the life that have happens. But I also think that he is an example of, changing what gang culture was really meant to be because I was actually like listening to another podcast and one of the people on there was used to be a crip and he was talking about what gang culture really was represented they had this like handbook of what the principles were and the brotherhood and really that the violence of it was not part of it just like any other thing you see like it was no it wasn't part of it um And I think that's what he was trying to depict in his community, that even if he was this crip that was, you know, this gang that was notorious for, you know, wreaking havoc in L.A., that he was showing that even if he was part of that, there's part of it that is a brotherhood and shows that they want to make his community better. And just the things he was striving for kind of takes makes it even 
harder for you not to be sympathetic because he was being a human being, right? He was doing everything that we as people who come from places that are less fortunate would, would love to do for their, for their community. So for me, it was, I, I wasn't looking at it. I thought about it and there were, I think there was a question that we might pose. I, I might have, cause I also listened to it was saying that if he is involved in such, such a, if he's involved in such a gang, why would he put himself in a vulnerable position? Like then you hear all these examples, like the mafia in like New York and all that, like, the Don is never around, but he's changing the community. Like he's never seen, or he's he's uh, he's a, wanted to buy blocks of the community to make a change of difference for his people. But he he knows his situation. He knows that he's a target, so he doesn't put himself out into the community. Um, but I just feel like, or you can pull examples from even from the hip hop world. Yeah. You could say the same thing about someone like Jay Z. Yeah. Um, so a lot of questions I heard about, like, why did he put him, like, he knew what his, he knew that he had a target on his back. So why would he put himself out there? But I also feel like he had to put himself out there because there's people in that community who need to see something like him, right? Like, you can make all these changes in the community, but if you don't see the person who's really changing them, you can't, I don't think you can really be as motivated as if that person was there and seeing that, look, this person came from my same hood, Came, went through the same struggles as I am, is successful, and he also has the, um, that genuine character to come back to the community and give back and stay there and always is always there. So I think that takes away, but that's kind of my point on it, Ron. Yeah, so I think you said definitely a lot of the same things I was feeling in regards to how this, this feels different. But I think before I really found out who Nipsey was, back to your question, Brian, about is it a little bit harder to mourn or feel, feel sympathy for someone who's yeah, involved in that culture? That's probably the better word. Yeah, so that's definitely how I felt initially. Like, when I heard about this happening, my initial thought was, this is probably something gang-related. What did he do? Like, my initial, my, like, my very first thought was, what did he do to cause this to, to get himself shot? Because I was under the impression that, he, like, not being a real a full fan of him, I was under the impression that he was more of a gangster rapper, mm. and that was typically his his persona. Because I thought that the, his gang affiliation was pretty much who he was. So, first hearing the news, I didn't have a whole lot of sympathy because I thought, like, well, that comes with the territory when you live that life. But now having a better understanding of who he was and how he truly lived his life, especially throughout his recent years, I definitely that feeling kind of went away, and I started to feel more of that genuine sympathy towards his passing because I understood that that wasn't really who I thought he was. I just basically, I didn't know who he was. And once I found out who he was, it was a completely different viewpoint of how to look. Mm. But I think to, your, to what you mentioned, Conrad, about how you, there is that value of seeing that person in your city, I do believe that's true. But I also think that there's also some validity in the point that after, after you get to a certain point, you just can't put yourself at that risk. And it's tough because I don't, I don't know if Nipsey was at that point yet. He might have been getting close to it. Or maybe this could be proof that he was there. But when I think about someone like Jay-Z, who's a household name, whether you're listening to hip-hop or not, you know who he is. You could probably recognize him. He doesn't necessarily need to be at the places where he's making a change. Like Just the fact that you say Jay-Z presented this or Jay-Z's putting his name on this it holds enough weight where it will make someone have pride in being from that same area. Like just knowing that Jay-Z used to grab sandwiches from the deli shop makes you proud that you're getting sandwiches from there now. 
like stuff like that where you get to a point where you don't need to have the actual presence and it's probably smarter if you don't because there's someone out there who could just be looking to make a name off themselves because they're the ones who took you out or took a shot at you or something like that. Do you think his movement was because is bigger than who he was? So that's why he like didn't realize that he probably should have been more cautious. Yeah, I think that's part of it. And I think one of the best things I've heard someone mention in regards to it is that the energy he was putting out there really didn't lend himself to a point where he should should have been in danger. Like I think he felt comfortable enough to go out and make this trip without his security or without his team. Because he felt like, I'm just going out here to show love to a friend. What could possibly happen to me? I'm going to the neighborhood where I'm making a huge change. Like, everywhere I'm going on this route is going to be all love. What's the what's the risk here? Someone made a good point that these, like, um, community leaders or gang members or whatever it is, that they always get killed on their turf most of the time. Like, it's because they're like the most vulnerable there. They feel safer. They feel like, and I bet that's how he felt. He's been there in and out. No one's ever threatened him or no one's ever come after him. That we, Like at least that we know, but it's just that you're at home. So you feel like the most safe. You're in front of your own store. So I'm assuming like you let down, but we always say be your own people. And that was a perfect example. Yep. That's too true. Brian, what do you think since you posed that question? Well, I mean, I've heard uh, through interviews. I, I can't say I'm 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 a fan of his music because I haven't listened to it. To be honest with you, um, but I've listened to a few of his interviews, and um, now I feel weird saying this, but like, unfortunately, after he's passed, like I've watched some of the stuff that he's done in the community. It sucks that I didn't see it when he was alive, but I only see it now after. Um, I know that he was a big staple in his community, and hell, my entire social media has been washed and his tributes, like, to the point where I had to take a, a, I had to take a break from it, because I'm like, it's sad, mm. right? I was sad. Um, but I think hearing some of the news on, like, now that we know more, we're recording on a Wednesday now. Uh, What's today? April 3rd? Mm-hmm. April 3rd? Yep. And we're hearing, like, hey, they have a suspect. They have a motive. And we're hearing why it happened. We're hearing that this person was part of his quote-unquote set. And felt embarrassed and that's why he felt the need to do what he did it it makes me feel uneasy it's probably the best way i can put it and while i'm sad i'm so sad that his children won't have a father to grow up with and his wife won't have a husband to grow old with and his fans won't have someone to like you know admire and go after and support um it just makes me uncomfortable that without me, and I don't have full knowledge of like gang culture or anything like that. I don't. Um, But it makes me uncomfortable knowing like, Hey, ultimately what you represented and what you in many ways represented pretty hardly across the country and, and, and to the masses is what ultimately kind of brought you down. That's kind of what it feels like. That's what it feels like to me. That's what it sounds like to me. And I feel like that's what it's going to sound like to the 
mass public. I was watching CNN this morning, which, side note, I hate the fact that CNN like feels the need to show a black man being gunned down at 8 o'clock in the morning. That just seems sick. They literally have the surveillance video running hour by hour on CNN. Um, But hearing their recount of what happened, what has happened, and now where we stand, it does make it sound like, hey, this guy was part of a gang, person who was part of his gang, decided that he was embarrassed and decided that he needed to retaliate. And that is ultimately how the story is going to go in the history books, if you will. Um, I know he means so much more, and I I totally respect that. And I'm I'm I I feel bad for all those people who are suffering now because they don't have that leadership. But at the same time, I'm like, man, I wish I wish that that wasn't his story, if you will. Do you think though? that it's because of his story that he's made a big impact on a community. Totally. Right. Cause do you, I mean, we can say, we can always say like, what if, and where about and all that. But I honestly feel like if he wasn't what he is or was or who he was part of before he made this, and I guess he wasn't from like the interviews, like you're saying that we have looked back. He's been, he's had the same goal, the same image from the beginning, from like his younger days when they interviewed him right. and how he was like talking, telling black people they need to like invest in assets and all, not all these things. So he's had this, this mantra from the very beginning. He's kept it 100. He's kept the same energy from back in the day to, till his, the end of his life. Yeah, but you, it just makes you question that the the that maybe being a crip had him look at into his life like that, you know. So maybe yeah. if he wasn't a crip, would he not be doing what he's doing today? You know, like some influence on being a part of that gang made him maybe realize what his cult, his culture, his people are doing that is hindering them to move forward. Yeah, but it just yeah. makes you think, like. It just makes you like realize that anytime a black man or someone who is oppressed can move the masses, it's just more threatening, no matter who yeah. it is, whether it's with your people, within your people, outside of your people, it's threatening. You know, it's from time and time from yeah. history. You go back all the way, biblical history, biblical, you go back to the, the civil rights movement, you go back to Gandhi, all these things, moving the masses. And when you start moving the masses, it's threatening to people right um, it made me think though like about an episode we had uh earlier this or early last year uh i think it was the bt awards right that was probably the only time or the first time we talked about nipsey hustle on the show and it was in regards to like a pimp slap heard around the world <laughs> and how everybody was like, nah, you don't mess with no gangster like that. You don't do that. That's what happened. And it was fun then. It was funny. We made a lot of jokes and stuff. But at the same time, it's like, now, looking back on it, how incredibly eerie that experience was, right? Because I, this guy chose to 
in this guy's life. We don't know what happened right before. And maybe we'll find out. Most likely we won't. But from what's being reported, this guy felt embarrassed. And, I mean, I'm not saying, hey, you got to be part of a game to embarrass somebody. Look, you can (laughs) – I get embarrassed every day. But it's just – it's sad to think that, hey, I've only known this guy based off of violence. I've, I, I, me, me, I've only known him based off of violence. I don't know his music. I don't know all he's done for his city because I'm not from the city. I only know that he's affiliated with a certain gang, if you will. And I know the history of that gang and what it means to that certain population I know that, um, and I don't know this guy, and I want to keep saying that. I don't know this guy, and I'm not trying to talk down on his life at all, and I don't want to bring any more pain to his family, but for conversation's sake, like, it just sucks that that is what I am leaving, and that's my own thing. That's that's what I'll have to live with, and I should go do my own research, go listen to all his music, and try to figure out more positive things to leave with, but that's what was presented to me in many ways. And you know what? I don't even think like you need to go listen to all his albums to like really get to know Nipsey. Um, because I'll be honest, for me, it was hard. I, would, I mean, even his latest album, there's only a few songs that really connected with to him, right? Mm-hmm. And his older songs or older albums too was just harder for me to listen. But I did like listening to his, to his interviews. Yeah. Um, so that's how I kind of got to know who he, he is to a very minute level. Um, but it just sucks because um, brilliant, brilliant Idiots was talking about this and they said some really cool pointers. Um, it just kind of goes back to our toxic masculinity and ego. Ah, uh, the we talked about it a few times. Um, the real thing. If you like really deep, like go. If you were to, if you were really to to like dive into this whole thing, like from what they were saying, from what sources are saying, some sources are saying, people are saying, like guy comes to see Nips at the store, and Nips is like knows that he was a snitch. He was a snitch in his crew, and he was questioning to him why he got out so early. And basically, wait, this is the story, yeah. So, the guy is known to be a snitch, apparently. Wait, okay, okay, Conrad, clear mm-hmm. something up. And I understand if you don't know, obviously, yeah. we don't know the full story. But I read a story today that he was there at the store to clothe the guy who just got out of jail. They're both, true. they're both true. So, he, these are both so true. one so guy, they're two, two different, guys. different guys. Nipsey was going to you know, show some love to one of the guys who just got out of jail. And then this other guy who is the killer, I think his name is Eric something, or I don't remember what his name was. Eric Holder, yeah. which is a whole other conversation about conspiracy theory. Um, he had gone to jail and came, he got out and Nipsey was questioning why he got out so early. So he was like basically saying like, let me go, like, go back and get your papers and prove to me that you got out early and you didn't like snitch or something, right? So, in other words, you just like get the fuck out of here. Like, 
you a snitch. Prove to me that you're not. So dude felt some type of way, like he said, embarrassed, that he just said all that in front of everyone, left and came back with a gun. It was reported that there was a physical assault too. On before that. So not just like verbal, but physical. Like before the actual the guy left. Dang. Yeah, so then dude left, came back, shot him. And you can see all the surveillance video, apparently kicked him too while he sh- after he shot him. Like that right there just shows that he was he had something deeper level of hate towards towards Nips, right? Like you just don't yeah. do that. You don't like that's just like at what level of like hate do you have for someone that you kill him and then while you, you kill him, you still have the nerve to like kick him again keep going. and keep going, that's, right? Mm. So I'm just like but then it comes what I was talking about, like the toxic masculinity or the ego is that to be honest, all this could have been now that we know, all this could have been checked at the very beginning. Like, did they need to have an altercation where he says, go back and check yourself? I don't know if it's part of the, you know, the gang culture or whatever, but did he need to like dismiss him in that nature? Did the dude really need to like feel some type of way? Is there some deeper level of like not knowing who you are as a person, not knowing yourself mentally and then the only thing you know is if someone embarrasses you, you retaliate in in, uh, in physical abuse or, you know. So it's just like, yeah. it's all these things. And I mean, like, a lot of people, like, say, you know, gangs were their only thing that had where there was brotherhood and, like, people brought them out of their, you know, hard times. They didn't have money until they joined the gang or did this. And I know, I don't know what people, I don't know what people go through. Right. To get to there, to, to have to do that. Yeah. And, you know, we hear stories and all this stuff. But to me, I just feel like at the end of the day, to what we know in today's gang culture, it's it's not what it was. It's not based on what what we truly think it should be. There's violence still. So if you grow up saying, like, I have a brotherhood, but in retaliation, you're, you're still using violence to show dominance, right. you're sh- to show dominance over something. Let's say you're a kid that got out into a gang at 12 years old and the first time you see someone get mur- murdered that's tra- traumatizing you're you're done for you're like you're mentally effed you know you're mentally messed up and from there on you just see as violence is a dominant thing to get what you need to get what you want so it's just uh, it's 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 kind of sucks because no matter what it's not a good ending like so that's poses a question and i think everyone poses this question when it comes to gang retaliation or gang violence is how are we going to stop it or where, where how do we do this because I mean Snoop is the same type of person Snoop is a, is part of a yeah. gang he's the same he's in the same same boat alright All right. when you said that like when I thought of that question and I'll be honest with you like I struggled with the question since the news dropped because I saw all the outpouring of support and and I'm like, ah, this, this, I'm like struggling with this in my head. I'm very sad about this situation. But at the same time, I'm like questioning this situation. And that's the person I thought of was Snoop. And like, what, God forbid, God forbid, um, if anything were to happen to Snoop, who, I mean, we've joked about it on the podcast, 
people have joked about it out loud. Snoop has <laughs> insinuated a lot of stuff. He's still a part of gang culture. Um, like, what would be the feeling there? I mean, I just saw a damn commercial of Snoop Dogg and Martha Stewart reenacting Titanic. Like, <laughs> that's what I just saw. Like, <laughs> but I know who Snoop is. I know what he still represents. Right. So, and he's also, I mean, he might not get the most attention about it, but he, he, he is doing the same thing as Nips is doing. Like as far as giving back of to course. his cult, his neighborhood, and the kids. I mean, the Pop Warner football league that he started. Yeah. Like, so many things he's doing. Yeah, Snoop was his, his. I don't want to say idol, but was in many ways like a example, a mentor of what could be done. Yeah, a mentor. But I, I want to say again, and I want to be clear that I am in no way trying to uh, put more pain on the family or anyone who listens to this who may be a fan. Uh, I'm 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 trying my best to be respectful, but I'm also trying to learn. And if anybody wants to come on and help me with that learning, or guide me to places where I can read, or meet different people who may have different perspectives. I appreciate it. Um, but I know that's something that I struggle with this weekend and I chose to just be quiet with it. I didn't, I didn't like any tweets who agreed with me or, or disagree with anything that, that, you know, disagree with what I was saying. It was just my opinion and one that I want to bring up, uh, so I just want to be clear. Like, I'm not trying to be disrespectful in any way or I funny a, or anything like that. That's a valid question. I mean, it's a very valid question. I think it's easier for us to ask that question and to have that conversation because we're not connected that on a deeper level than most, like the like the stands or like the true fans or the people who are in his close-knit relationship with. So obviously for us look outside looking in, we it's easier for us to start picking at things we should ask, like, well, what was he doing? Was was he doing this and X, Y, and Z? That what led him to get, you know, shot? Or what was he doing in his outside of his outside of the Crenshaw? What was he doing? What was he, like we're starting to look for answers while people who are maybe connected to him are still trying to mourn and figure out exactly why or trying right. to get it. Like so it's easier for us. And that happens with death in any aspect. And a lot of people don't like talk, a lot of people don't like talking about death, but it's it's one thing a part of life that always questions us, questions our questions our like being, and questions. Yeah, you're right because. No, go ahead. I'm saying like when it happens with suicide, or drug overdose, or, or anything that we don't deem as natural, if you will. I feel like some people have these same questions like well how much should I sympathize with this person or how much should I mourn this person because this is what happened to them and this is what they could have I guess participated in in their own demise if you will yeah um and it's such a tough question and I think it is a dis I can see how it can be disrespectful I really can and that's why I struggle even like bringing it up because I don't I don't want anyone to be more hurt than what they already are in this situation. I do think I do think that one thing that brings more hurt to everything is these bogus ass conspiracy theories. Yes. Um, 
Ron, I don't know if you want to lead into us into it, but I mean, we ain't too really much more I can say about it. It just I feel like everything we've heard about what's happened to him because of his involvement with different documentaries or projects he was involved in. It feels like more people just grasping for straws or trying to use this to feed their own narrative about what they believe is happening in the world. I mean, it's just the same thing like when Kazi went down and people were like, oh, it's because he was about to buy NBC. It's like there's a like, certain group of people out there who always want to believe that when something Still bad do. happens. That it's because the government is uh, or someone at what a strong power is behind the scenes working on stuff. I mean, to their credit, there's a lot of shit out there that you could talk up, talk up to them. There's a lot of shit they have done that we know of, but every single incident that happens that does not need to be the automatic go-to when there's no evidence of that. Wait till we learn things and understand yeah. what would happen before you just try to make it feed your narrative. Exactly. Because when that truth comes out or where more information comes out, all that stuff that people are saying, it just makes no sense. It just makes right. you look like idiots. It does. I, and I hate, this is another thing I hate, yeah, and this is another thing I hate about social media. It like moves the masses of ignorance at the same time. It's like Sunday happened. As soon as we, as soon as, as soon as we hear he's shot six times, it's not even already someone's talking about, well, you guys do know he was about to release that documentary on Dr. Sebi. Right. This is I'm like, yo, like, this is, we don't even know if he's dead yet. We don't know if he survived, if it's critical condition, if he really did get shot six times. We don't know anything. And it's already, boom, got got the, everyone's Twitter fingers are going about this. And first of all, I think that this can go on for another two episodes with whole Dr. Sebi thing, because I think that's just dumb as hell in general to relate to him. I mean, Dr. Sebi has had a lot of pointers that I agree, but he does a lot of things that he did a lot of things I did I don't agree with. But relating it to the situation just doesn't make any sense to me whatsoever. Like if the government really wanted to, if the government really wanted to kill Nipsey, and because of this, man, if that was a true, why are there still Dr. Sebi's things still around? Why can you go on Google and search Dr. Sebi and watch YouTube? You can watch. I just watched interviews of him recently. I can go on his website. And if I really wanted to buy stuff, I could buy stuff. Why is it that people like this guy named Yaba, on, he's also big influence highly on Dr. Sebi and his beliefs. Why is he uh, Instagram famous and big person on Instagram to promote all this? Like, it's just like people like think, think. Right. Think. You better think, think, think about what you're trying to do to me. Okay. <laughs> I can't afford that. <laughs> yeah. Let your mind be free. Hey, but honestly, and and I was trying to lighten the mood, but to his family and to all the fans out there, and to really everyone struggling with this event and information, like. Prayers up. Seek the help that you need and don't be ashamed of it. And everybody just do better and keep on. Keep on. If he was trying to fight for his community, well, guess what? It's a baton. So go ahead and carry it forward because it doesn't end with him. It's going to keep going. It doesn't end with you. It's going to keep going. You got kids that 
are going to need leaders. So keep all that moving. And I pray for his kids that they feel strong enough to continue. I know they're very young. I saw a picture of them today, and it made me really sad. Uh, so It's pretty simple. If you are someone who's sympathetic, who cares, just always ask yourself this question before you do anything, do anything. What if it was my family member? Yes. That's all. So I got to ask yourself. And if you – What if? If you can – Whatever, if if you say fine, I, I'm fine with people doing this. If it was my family member, then okay, I get it. But just ask yourself that. It's pretty simple. So yeah, Ron, take us away to the next segment. All right. Yep. So that was a good chat on that. If anyone out there feels like they want to chime in, like or if they want to say y'all got some information you don't want to share, you want to throw a link our way, feel free to hit us up. Plenty of ways y'all can send it to us. You got our Gmail, Who's Man's Podcast at Gmail. Hit us up on Instagram or Twitter at Who's Man's Podcast, on Facebook as well. And if you got our number, you can always just hit us up there. So feel free to keep this conversation moving. We know that there's a lot of talk around this, and it's really only just getting started. It's like it's one of those things that's going to keep going for a minute. And we're more than happy to continue that conversation. So before we keep moving on to our next topic for tonight, we got to take a quick break and pay some bills, y'all. We'll be right back. All right, y'all. Welcome back. Welcome back. So we're going to go ahead and lighten the mood just a little bit and talk about something a little bit more positive. So a question popped into my mind earlier. As you all know, I started a new job recently, and I've been meeting a lot of new people. And for the most part, they all been cool. And I don't think I've met anyone that I would say that I didn't have any issues with. But I did get to thinking. <laughs> As you... As you meet new people, you know, you, you learn a little bit about them. You learn about some of the things they love, some of the people that they really like to follow, that type of thing. And every once in a while, you may come across someone who either doesn't like something or doesn't like someone that you like. And you're like, well, I don't know if I can trust you. If you're not into that, I'm, I'm oh, not yeah. sure we, 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 we can be friends. Y'all know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, I call it. Ooh, what you got? I don't What's fuck you with you, tax. it's like how how much how many taxes do i pay on this job and then how much of that is dedicated to you because i don't fuck with you (laughs) that's just what i have to that's just what i have to pay that's real got a whole system for it monetary value and everything but you gotta learn it all right so let's hear you you know what and maybe just really think there are people out there that you just you just straight up, when you know, learn something about them, you just know you can't trust them. Like, think about if you met somebody who said they just don't like tacos. Like, just don't. Yeah, eat that's them something out. wrong with you. Yep, terrorists. <laughs> I, I can't. Tr- I can't trust you. That's a terrorist. <laughs> like, there's so many things you can do with tacos. How can you just not like them off? They killed a few. Can we people. throw burritos in there too? Yep. You can. Yep. Because in there. you know, burritos are tacos cousins. You know. Yeah, you're right. Right. <laughs> tacos Honestly, low-key, maybe high-key. <laughs> if you don't eat Mexican food or... <laughs> yes, that's yeah, right, bro. That. That's right. Okay. What are, what are you, you, you going to... Who was going to give you barricade? <laughs> I'm sorry. Hey, what were you going to say? <laughs> you checking with I, the FTC? <laughs> I was... What were you about to say? Or, what else would you have said? Hispanic food? I, I'm not... Latino food? Gonna go there. I'm not going to go there. <laughs> but if you don't eat Mexican food, like, something wrong with you, right? Right there and there, I don't trust you. That's true. <laughs> That's like for me, I guess, if you don't eat Chinese food. 
right. I'm gonna have to question you. You know, I don't know. I feel like I might give someone a pass for that. Why? Especially okay, if you're from the hood. Especially if you're from the hood. No, because if you're from the hood, you can't always trust the, the Chinese food that's available to you. But so you, you may eat end it. Up with a, a distrust for it in general. Boy, but you, you so, I, mean, I, I, I love Chinese food. It's in my top five food groups. Uh-huh. If, if that's, if that's the right way to describe it. <laughs> I can see why someone would. <laughs> top five food groups. <laughs> I don't know what we ate, right? I don't know what meat was. But when I tell you, my mom would announce that we were eating Chinese food for the night. And we used to make that boy last. Like, I ain't gonna lie. We we struggled for a while. So we used to make that boy last for about a week. All right. <laughs> <laughs> but look, blessed we were. And I was a happy camper. And you put some soy sauce on anything, right? <laughs> you like, look, it can be whatever you tell me it is chicken, beef, steak. <laughs> they all have the same texture. <laughs> <laughs> I believe you. All right. <laughs> uh, I got one that y'all might think is questionable. Yeah, well, I bet we will. So, <laughs> I don't think I can trust anyone who doesn't eat hot dogs. Because to me, it feels like you just think you're too good for it. I agree with that, I, honestly, because I know some people who say, oh, I don't eat hot dogs. And, uh, uh. Right. Again, you eat all that other shit that come out the animal. You can eat this. Again, we grew up on like, I mean, look, we struggled. I said it. There were some moments where hot dogs were breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Okay, <laughs> you just have to figure out how to uh, dress it differently. <laughs> one time you cut it up, one time you put it in the bun. <laughs> okay, <laughs> you know, in the morning you might not have a bun because it's breakfast, so. Cut that boy. I up. like hard today. Put some <laughs> Low, oh, lower okay. the carbs for the day. That's what you said, right? You don't get them carb in the morning. You that bun. We've been carb loading, <laughs> washing our carbs since. And at dinner, dinner, you find some different sauces in the refrigerator. You mix all those boys right. up. Like you, you might add a little extra topping. Maybe you got a little onion on dinner now. Oh, <laughs> that's when I did well. Okay, <laughs> if, if you had onion on that. Wait, so did you guys really. do? Did you guys do hot dogs? I don't want to try to figure out how I found about a grilled onions. I'm like, wait, you Woo. can cook these? You don't just <laughs> What you doing? <laughs> like, wow. What did you do? Woo. Did you guys do hot dogs with your mac and cheese or ramen? I never did it with ramen, but I have done it with mac and cheese. I got a cookout, get some barbecued Same. hot dog with some yeah. mac and cheese and spaghetti. I just mix all of it. Mm. Wait, but Conrad, you saying cut up the hot dog in the mac and cheese? Yep. Oh, no, I never did that. Yeah, I've done it with like Polish sausage, but not, not hot dogs. I mean, yeah, I've only done hot dogs with uh, pork and beans. Is that or, what you did, Conrad? The pork the with pork the pork and beans. Dog, so. <laughs> no, with the uh, hot dog and the mac and cheese. I've done it before. Yeah, yeah, I can't. Trust you. Okay. You started putting it in the back of cheese. That's when I got off the boat. <laughs> I mean, look, boy, I'm good for you. Just because like, I didn't have barbecue, just because I didn't have barbecue on it, it's it's, it's a throwaway. No, see, there's a difference between having a hot dog in a bun with some mac and cheese next to it versus putting the hot dog in the mac and cheese. It ain't no different. It ain't no different. It ain't no different. It ain't no different. 
Hey, Conrad, it's a little different. <laughs> <laughs> Especially if you're in the cookout and you're out in the sun all day. Like, look, you got to be real careful. And let me fix you all about a cookout, right? Cookout, you got you to, gotta, like, manage your stomach because right? you're only going to no bathroom out there. So right? you got to be real careful on what you go eat. Hot dog it last you for a good eighteen hours, so you can get home, right. get fresh. But now you put hot dogs and macaroni and cheese. I don't know because <laughs> we don't know how long that cheese been out. That's not enough. <laughs> we just don't know. We don't I'm know. not even talking about it. I'm talking about when you're at home and you have to make that instant mac and cheese. That's I mean, even worse because you had options. So. <laughs> no, dog. You did, Conrad. Damn it. <laughs> Yeah, we coming out. There. Okay, we all right. I just said do it now. I say something. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, I got a few names that we all could agree with. <sighs> like, right? All right, we'll see. That if these people are not on your list, we can't mess with you, right? Like you don't even trust them. Right? Like, just cut them off. That's what you're trying to say. Exactly. I don't even need two names. I'll just say first, Michael. You talking about Michael Jordan, <laughs> Michael B. Jackson, Jordan, Jordan Tyson? Man, what did Jay Z say? <laughs> Game six. But, well, you know that was talking about Jordan. Yeah, what did Jay Z say? Janet. I don't know that many Janets. Well, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Ask about her. Uh, Oprah. Right. We not we not talking right now, but yeah, I understand. Uh uh Michelle Barack, but for a plot twist, Ron and Conrad, like talk about my boys. I ain't fucking with y'all. Nice. Like I'll fight. Nice touch. I will fight. That's, I still ain't on your side. You can throw that little But you are, you are, head. because you really can't say nothing bad. The bottom of the so list. Here's what I'm gonna say everybody on that list except, right. No, it was it was the for excitement. It was for excitement. Okay, <laughs> I agree with you that everyone on that list is dope in their own way, but I would not hold it against anyone for the not fucking with any of them. Damn. Maybe uh, not. I would hold it against you for Michelle. Michelle's never done anything wrong. Damn, that's true. What did She's the one person on that list that I would say that. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just not that huge of a fan, so I'm not going to hold her that highly. And because it pisses you off, so <laughs> that's a bonus. I just got pissed off. I'm sorry. <laughs> See, that's the bonus. <laughs> Go ahead and move uh, on. Yeah, I'll move on. I was I think you're talking about this group. I don't think I can trust someone that says they don't like music. Which I also don't understand how someone doesn't like music, but there's people out there. Yes. There are. There are people there's, out there who just say like, yeah, Oh, I, I don't well, I don't listen to music. I'd rather be silent. Or, like, <laughs> or even the, that's even creepier. Like, why you, why you gotta be silent all the time? But why you being silent? What the... Right, you ever get an Uber driver with an Uber with and they don't? Oh. Play no music? Just I always I always question <laughs> them, like, what, what you thinking about, man? Why are you taking me? <laughs> like, <laughs> like why you, why you gotta be so quiet that you gotta focus? Watch yeah. that GPS real closely. Low key, low key I probably shouldn't say this, but. <laughs> I try to spark up like the most uh, weird conversations <laughs> to see how weird they are. If it's silent, yeah. <laughs> so I'd be like, "Dog, you ever seen the sunshine?" <laughs> like, 
No, a sunshine. Have you ever seen that? And like, you know what? I guess some music. All right, bet. <laughs> Here we are. I can see Jared doing that too. That's something like something y'all could do together. Jared to fuck somebody up with that. And Darnold, because he a lot of whole time. Oh yeah, no. I don't see you got to music. Just make sure he don't try to. You gotta get something. <laughs> Darnold makes a record scratch. Quest type questions. <laughs> yep. Or just lying about what you do. All right, so could you go ahead? Could you be friends with someone or talk to someone who doesn't like uh, sport? I could. Yeah, I could. It'll just be. I'm hoping that we have other things that interest us to spark conversation. Yeah, we gotta watch the same shows or listen to the same like, artists or something. If that was, I guess, if there's nothing else to talk about, I guess we wouldn't really be friends then. But um, there would have to be some. But we could still be friendly, like. I, I would not trust them because of that. This is my thing. This is not, I guess, a, a like or don't like, but I question and sometimes I don't trust people that always have to back up into a parking spot. Like, what you so ready to... What you so ready... What you so ready to go? Yeah. Like, why are you always so ready to go? Like, what are you... Like, what's going on? Or people who say they can't sit with their back towards the door, they have to be like when you go to a restaurant, they have to be facing the door. Like what happened? To like you? what? What? Yeah, what's going on? What happened? Like why do you have to see someone coming right, look, in look, at look. all times? So, I have a case for the first one. I'm I'm not like the person who has have my who can't have my back to the door. I'm cool with that, but I do have a case for why I always like the back in uh-huh. the parking spot. Why? Like not even three, maybe four years ago, uh, I was backing out of the parking spot. I pulled in for it, so I'm my front of my car is facing towards the back of the spot, and it was a really tight parking lot. So as I'm bagging out, some asshole tries to like still keep going right past as I'm bagging out, and we end up siphoning each other. And of course, I had to claim it on insurance. The rate goes up, and I'm still basically paying for that. So now every time I get into a spot, I like the bag in, so that when I'm when I'm coming out, if anyone's trying to pull some shit or something like that, I can just see them coming and I can stop, and I ain't got to worry about it no more accidents. Mm. They they, they okay. start me for life. So I do get that. My question is like when there's an empty parking lot, right? <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> my thing. Okay, at, at that point, it's worth it's, it's, it's you. Point, no, it's, it's, it's you. It's just how no I know how to else. park now. It's a, like it's empty. You're like let me back. Let me back to the city real quick. Nobody wants you there, right? <laughs> but you feel the need to back in, like. Every spot is open. It's funny y'all say that because as I get to work every morning, it's just me in the parking garage and I still go back into the spot. <laughs> okay. Wow. Like, wait, so. Well, here's the thing. You never know what it's going to look like when you come but okay, out. So I mean, might come out. So do you, do you back up back into a parking spot or do you like drive through into the next parking spot? So you're technically. I drive through. Ron? I would do both. Like, it just depends on what I, if I can get into the next one, I probably will, but I wouldn't, I won't double park it. But I will use both spots to get in. Yeah, not double parking. I'm just saying, like, if there's a, if you're backing into a spot, but there's an empty there's an empty parking spot right in front of it, would you just drive and park into that second spot that's in the spot that you're going to back in? Yeah, I'm going to still back in. Wow, I don't trust you. Oh. Yeah, I don't trust you. <laughs> Look, I'm keeping that same energy. Hot dog and back in. It's okay. <laughs> hey, you know, you know, someone who's on my list that you that you got to mess with or at least respect. What? Sade. If I ever hear anyone say that they don't at least respect Sade, I'm like, no, I don't trust you. <laughs> Damn, I guess I've never heard nobody say nothing bad about Yeah. Exactly. Why would you? Ah, oh, damn. 
She ain't never did that to nobody. She you know made who, some good ass music and just been chilling for two decades. You know who I would say, but who? somebody wants to get on this podcast and after Whole Food, um, I would say Denzel. But here we are. <laughs> Look, you ain't got to trust me. I... <laughs> Ron? Well, ain't none of us gonna trust each other by end. <laughs> uh, <laughs> still my best We're just friend. Record- hey, We're just look. gonna start recording by ourselves and splicing it, sending it to you to splice it together. Ron be coming over. And I'm like, look, I look at you differently. Like, let me watch him for a bit. I'm gonna just watch him for an hour. <laughs> Have my reactive stuff. <laughs> People that don't look. smile make me uneasy. Oh, oh, that's good. Yeah. Oh, Conrad, smile and don't laugh. Yeah. Or if they do laugh, it's like a really awkward, <laughs> and they go back to straight face. Yeah. I'm like, dog, why? Why is it so hard? Or laugh at stuff that's not funny. Like awkward, awkward people. Yeah. Like someone who laughs awkwardly in an awkward situation all the time. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably me though. <laughs> 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 well, I <would> it. <laughs> Damn, I would, you know what I would hate to like hear my friends answer this question about me. <laughs> like, <laughs> this is all the stuff we don't trust about you. Wow, that's that's all the stuff I thought you would. <laughs> wow, I thought that's why y'all love me. <laughs> I thought that's why we were friends. Okay, but why? Wow. <laughs> oh man. What about oh, yeah. the opposite? You know what? Yeah, I got a I few for those two. So, first off, of course, Morgan Freeman. Okay. <laughs> you automatically know. Here we <laughs> you are. fuck with him, you can't fuck with me. You can't leave me on both our sides. I'm going to be so mad when he, like, records the intro to our podcast. And that's, that's you the... You're about to cover, because I'm out. <laughs> I'm going to be so mad. Cause that's gonna that's gonna be what takes you out. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's either him or I. Like, he's right. an Oscar winner. Like he's a he's a Byron. <laughs> so many film credits. Pick who you want. All right. <laughs> God, don't make me do this. <laughs> it should be that hard. People that I already said this earlier, but people like who like tequila I don't trust y'all. Damn. <laughs> So if we so let me get what if it like I don't really like love okay it, but so I like really drink it every now and then like, like am I still good? No, I'm saying like love tequila like that's their that's their thing like to, taking shots of tequila like I guess your version of Hennessy like their love for like your okay. love for Hennessy is their love for tequila. It's just okay, I I agree that. With that. it's just a little too much. That. It's just I don't get it why. Because, like you said, tequila is the devil. But, but what I, I will say, tequila is a pretty easy shot to take. Like, they're one yes. of the more bearable ones. Mm. Yeah. I just don't, man. I don't like the. Yeah. You're going to pay for it. I don't like it at all. But hey, there are worse shots. Okay. Let me just yeah. tell a quick story, real quick. All right. I'm sorry. But uh, I forgot to mention this when we went to Spain. Right. Oh, you forgot. So we went to Spain. Or I probably really forgot (laughs) because of the shot. Uh, But we took a shot of absinthe. Absinthe. I think I'm saying absinthe or absinthe, as in th. Absinthe. (laughs) Absinthe. Yeah, hear that? Okay. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) 
All right. I'm surprised your I'm surprised your headphones aren't sparking and spitting on them. <laughs> Come on, bro, tell the story. Probably short out his mic. That's <laughs> what that moisture on it. Exactly <laughs> what just happened. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> oh. Brian, oh, I'm gonna have to keep that in. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to do that. <laughs> in this mic, we're like, whoop. I hope you're mad after. Do have what happened? Can you guys hear me? Yeah, could you hear us talking shit? Happened? I was talking shit. Yeah, I did. Perfect. I still think it was. Yo, be back. Welcome back. Whatever. I... <laughs> Can I go? Or no? Yeah. Go ahead. All right. So. When we were in Spain, right, last night we took a shot and we were like, hey, uh, let's uh, do something to commemorate us being here. But we had a few friends who we met along the way who introduced this new shot to us. And she was like, oh, yeah, this shot is banned in many parts of the world. And I was like, well, wait a fucking minute. Like, hold on. <laughs> what, what part of the world can't we have this in? Because I want to be All part right. of that world. <laughs> I don't want to do this. Man, we took this shot. I don't remember the name. I don't want to, right? Took it. It wiped us all out, right? <laughs> it was one shot. Look, they the shot was lit on fire, by the way, right? The shot was so bad, it actually burst the glass that it was in. So the shot okay, yeah, y'all that was on that. fire hmm. burst. And they were like, oh, we'll get to another one. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, we're going to die tonight. Usually at that point, people are like, no, I'm good. So you still trusted them to take the shot. My shot didn't burst. That was darn up. So, uh... Oh, that's okay then. Never mind. <laughs> Man, you thought you was better than me. I took my shot, but it was the worst. And I, I agree that hey, every shot is not meant to be taken. Taken, all right. You gotta do what you gotta do and take it when you have to take it. But if you don't want to, you don't have to. And I, at this point, I'll never take another shot in my life until this weekend. Until this weekend. <laughs> right, you broke, that. broke that last weekend. The weekend before that. It's all right, though. Mm. Yeah, that's, that's a good question, though. No, um, no, no, no. No, wait, wait, wait. I got one, though. Like, I can't mess with people who mess with snakes, right? <laughs> right? Fair. Right. Okay. That's fair. I feel, like gen- clear. I feel like generally, like having a pet snake is just odd to me. I don't fuck with you, okay? <laughs> and I want to be clear. And I want all my friends to know, like, it's not a joke either. Like, don't say, hey, oh man, Brian will find this funny if I mess with him with a snake. No, I won't. Even, okay? even a fake one? No. Fake? Real? Kind of real? No. Dead? No. I don't do that. Do you do you right? do you jump when you see them on like TV or on a book or something? Does it cr- make you cringe? I jump more. Okay, <laughs> I've never watched Anaconda, right? 
Ice Cube, Jennifer Lopez, both in the movie. Never watched. Was that would I can't? Would watching Anaconda be your Saw type torture? I think if I've ever watched Saw, but yeah, like, like yeah, it's putting you sure. in a room and having to watch it. <laughs> it would be the worst. Yeah, and I know it's fake. I know that's fake, but I can't do it. I can't watch. Uh, I can't do it. I can't, and I won't. I might. Uh, well, it's fair to say you haven't seen Snakes on a Plane. No, and I won't. And I know it's fake. I know it. <laughs> the other thing is, um, Brian, would you rather Justin Timberlake? <laughs> I would never. Did, did you watch Nicki Minaj and any Anaconda video? <laughs> <laughs> if you're just gonna ask questions, then what? <laughs> Brian, would you rather have to hold a snake every single day? Other or. Watch Janet Jackson lose all her fame. Janet, because how could she? <laughs> Show me the ways. Hmm. Hmm. Murdering someone? Don't say that now because there's people lose fame quickly nowadays. Hey, so. We in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. They can't take that away. They try. They definitely can take it whenever they want it they to. They try. <laughs> you know what random one I got you can't trust anyone especially in our age group who doesn't have ex- access to a Netflix account like you don't know no one that will share with you or you don't have the same <laughs> bus to get you one like, like everyone should have access to that by now. Like, there's gotta be something going on if you, if you ain't got Netflix that's true that's also like which is kind of dumb and it's bad but People who are still rocking with flip phones. Yeah, oh, you a drug dealer. <laughs> Every time I see a flip phone, I just assume you're in the wire. Oh, in the season like, six. <laughs> like, I get it, but I'm just trying to figure out why I still have that. Like, you can get a touchscreen phone from the gas station. Like, if you have a flip phone, that's bad choice. And I don't <laughs> That's great. Well, nah, I want to be clear. If any of my friends, Bring any of that guy's music to me or any snake. We can't be friends. All right. We're done. You're telling me you don't like any Justin Timberlake song. I didn't any. say that. I didn't say that. I said don't bring it to me. All right. <laughs> so, so definitely what, don't like what so, so, in the past, Yeah, so what, what happened in the past is the past. Okay. Okay, so I can't okay apologize. Okay, for okay. That. So what song did you like what did you listen to before the, the past happened? Or that event happened to cause you to not like him anymore? I'm not gonna say that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna you say under that. Oath? Yeah. Did you sign a a non disclosure or something? I plead the uh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> We're not doing that. Hmm. But I feel like yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. I don't do that. I don't do that. I don't, Diane. I don't. No. I feel like he probably liked sexy back. Yeah. He probably was. If he could stop. He was probably. He, he was stop. probably. Crimea Rainbow was probably your shit. You probably. We're not banging that stuff. stuff. He was probably banging no, that right. stuff. Like, what you just heard on the <laughs> podcast is the first That's what Brian ever was doing. That's what Brian was doing. Ever. Brian, Brian, on Friday night, I'm bringing sexy back. Yeah, hype himself up. 
All right. Yeah, all right. We're not friends no more. Let's go ahead and wrap it up. <laughs> Might be it. Uh, never hit that 100. Dog. Brian, NSYNC was your shit. <laughs> NSYNC was my shit. But... Like, you were a, I, I feel like you were a stand for Justin at one point in your life. Honestly? <laughs> We talk about that another day. <laughs> but here we are. And I feel like you still are, Stan. You're just really pushing yourself not to be a fan. Never will be. It's okay. But guess what? what? I'll wait till my outro to say what I have to say. All right. Well, <laughs> well all right. I think it is about time we can go ahead and wrap it up. So, once again, if y'all got anything y'all want to throw on this, y'all got some people out there that's on your do not trust list because of someone they didn't mess with, let us know who it was or what it was that turned you off. Oh, Make I don't sure like, if y'all, oh, wait, tell me, tell me. I don't ahead. trust people that don't like pizza. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's real. One. That's, that's really one. real. Mike. How do you not, not enjoy yeah. pizza? Yeah. Like, no type of pizza? None? Yeah. Like, what is it? The bread, the sauce, the cheese? I don't trust you. Like I feel like none of it. I don't have, the meat. I don't get it. That's what she said. Wow. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I don't trust people who don't like the office. By the way, that's fair. Like I know it's not, but if it's not for you, then you might not be for me. You are not. Wow. Come on. If you go preach, preach. If it's not for you, I'm glad I. It's not for me. I'm glad I started to enjoy the office. Oh, oh, you better. Have. I was gonna say you're gonna be a new <laughs> host. Last episode. <laughs> hey guys, this Dang. is Raj. <laughs> this is Raj. Is that what you said? Hey, this is Raj. <laughs> this is podcast. <laughs> Why did you say Raj? I don't know. Got to impress me with an Indian dude. <laughs> hey, that's what happens. Okay. You know? Right, if he's the best man for the job, Rock. he gonna get the job. Right, <laughs> All right, y'all. Make sure y'all check out the album of the month. This month we are doing Miguel Kaleidoscope Dream, which we know kind of ironic to do that following up after the Khalees album. But hey, that's how we do things over here. So check that one out. We are gonna discuss it at the end of the month. B, go ahead and tell me what I can get at you. Yo, don't at me at God. I'm so proud of Janet who was nominated for the uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. But more importantly, I want to give a shout-out to Catherine and Joseph Jackson, who gave birth to, honestly, if you do the math, like eight Rock and Roll Hall of Fame nominees, from the Jackson 5 to Michael and now to Janet. So I think that's mad dope. It was the perfect cherry to my perfect weekend and I'm so happy and I'm so proud to be a fan and yeah you know I got a lot more to say but I won't count right Ron Ron oh, I'm, all, I'm all good y'all want to catch me every time <laughs> oh man I'm on Twitter at Taylor Mate Life you can catch me there <laughs> go ahead and finish us off that right <laughs> All right, y'all can find me on Big C22 on Instagram, statfella underscore Connie on Twitter. Look, uh, only thing I got to say today is to my black brothers, we love you. Um, you guys are worthy. You don't deserve all these slaughter, 
slaughtering that's happening in the streets because you're just a black man. Um, love on someone this week. I know it's been a very heavy week with um, the death of Nipsey. A lot of people are reflecting on it, and you should reflect on it. You should reflect what's happening in your community. Um, you should reflect on yourself mentally. Um, men, we do need to check our egos. We need to check our masculinity um, because those two things can change as we can see a matter of life and death if you don't know how to handle your ego or masculinity. So reflect, question, and love on someone this week, this weekend. Uh, go green. We're about to go to the shit. Um, Darnold, sometimes I don't even know if I want to talk to you on this podcast. <laughs> but Darnold, don't be a Michigan State fan this week, please. Don't be saying anything about Ooh. Michigan State. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't want you to be a Michigan State fan this week. No. No, are you? Oh, you're you're Donald today. You're answering for him. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> hey, hey, more, more, hey, more turn up episodes. Let me ask you this: What does one thing to you guys, Donald, does that makes you not trust him? <laughs> Lie. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you have, there you have it. There you have it. <laughs> Don't be a who's man, because we're going to find you. Be loved. Yeah. Be blessed. Yeah. Yeah.